Welcome back to The Remote Life. My name is Han Talbot, also known as Handmaid's World, and today we'll be chatting with Lumen Grace. Originally from the US, Lumen is a light worker, soul coach, and author with a mission to inspire women to dig deep, own their voice, nurture themselves, and tune into their hallmark. In this episode, we talk about Goddess Tapestry Code, staying motivated as a solopreneur, and Lumen's advice for finding your purpose. So grab a coffee, a tea, or something stronger, and let's get started. Lumen, welcome to The Remote Life Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. It feels like it's been a while since we saw, like saw each other in Central Istria, but actually, it's like what six weeks ago. It wasn't that long ago. Yes, very, very close timing. Yeah. Here we are again talking. <laughs> um, yeah. So Central Istria, we were spending was it, we spent two weeks in some beautiful villa in the middle of the northern Croatian countryside um, as part of a program. Like they're looking to do potential workation there. It was all gorgeous and you were absolutely loving life. It felt like it was sort of your like best place you could have been at that point, like taking your walks every day and like just getting present. Like how did you find Central Istria? Oh, Central Istria was just a reminder of my love of nature, being in nature, around nature, everything to do with that just felt as you can see, it just it <laughs> lit me up to like the tenth degree. And it was just unexplainably amazingly beautiful, stunning. And then to have you guys, beautiful digital nomads from everywhere, it just was icing on the cake. So I really, really enjoyed it. I would definitely go back there for sure. We did have a really good group, actually, didn't we? Like, not to boast too much. So everybody was, it was like a really great group of uh, people from like, who are based in Croatia, digital nomads from the Balkan region. Like, yeah, it was a great way to end out the year. I'm not going to lie. But we digress. And I'm sure we can come back to that at some point um, anyway. But Lumen, I'm so happy you're on the podcast right now. You and your journey are so inspiring. And I think could be so inspiring for so many people. Tell us about you and tell us about your remote life journey so far. Okay, well, I'm Lillian Grace. I consider myself a light worker, soul coach, writer, and an all-around creative my entire life. And so I have lived a life of entrepreneurship, creativity, pretty much making my own way these 37 years of my life. I decided at the end of 2021 to jump on this remote life, digital nomad lifestyle. And what's funny is I didn't actually know I was doing that. I simply was choosing to leave Los Angeles and try life abroad. So what ended up happening is I started right here in Albania, picked this maybe less than two weeks out of me leaving, and was like, yep, all right, there's a place, let me go, never really heard of it, no idea what to expect, and I stayed here, fell in love with it, made a community, and that is how I started the journey Again, at that time, not considering myself a digital nomad, just somebody who was choosing to leave, you know, where I was from and what I had built, sold everything Mm -hmm. and was trying to forge this new version of me that I've always seen inside and to do it away from everything I knew. So that's part of that journey. And since then, six months into the journey, I discovered an amazing community called Nomad Base decided to go to their conference in Croatia. And the last six years of 2022 was the most transformative years. I mean, transformative months of my life. Wow. Being connected to that. So this is a really good question, actually. Like for people who are considering 
not necessarily like, oh, I want to really get into digital nomadism specifically, or like, I'm just looking for their people, I guess. How did you start going about finding your community? Or did you not know? Like, how did you sort of look for that? Honestly, I began to make friends just in the places that lit me up. So at the gym, uh, certain coffee shops, certain social gatherings around this first town, Tirana, Albania, that I found myself in. So mm-hmm. from there, making those connections and then discovering a little bit later the online communities of expats and travelers and people who love spirituality and the things that I really enjoyed happen to be local. So that is how I started with that. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. Sharing my journey online happened to bring about me creating on TikTok and social media, a platform where, you know, a couple thousand people started to follow instantly at the beginning of the journey. And some would reach out to me and they had information and resources that were useful to me. Like one of my followers, when we jumped on a WhatsApp call, she told me about Nomad Base uh, that was happening like a week and a half out. And I definitely just said yes, and I, I went. She wasn't even there, but <laughs> I ended up meeting her in Bangkok at the other Nomad Festival. So that was pretty cool, and I told her she changed my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it just no problem. When you mentioned TikTok, I couldn't help but think in my head, are you new here? <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, what is it, walk outside? <laughs> I walk outside in the woods. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, your TikToks are amazing and I highly recommend people go check them out. It's so amazing though how like, honestly, isn't it how one call and it completely feels like it's changing the course of, well, your life as it were. But I was going to say, you've obviously had been through so many different business chapters of your life. Like reading your bio, you're like, wow. Like obviously, of course, then speaking to you again, it's wow, like double Wow. What is the Goddess Tapestry Code and how did you come to land on this as your business now? Okay, well, Goddess Tapestry happens to be, well, the LLC name, Goddess Tapestry LLC. And within that is this concept that I have for the vision of the way in which I want to move and share and lead the world to finding themselves. And so the Goddess Tapestry Code came about as this trifecta of living life courageous, authentic, and intentional. And so somehow this stood out to me as this beautiful marriage of those being the foundation points for living life, a life that you love. And I call it a courageous, colorful life. And so the goddess tapestry code, calling it goddess, and let's break it down into the two words. Goddess for me is the embodiment of beauty, the feminine energy, and this beautiful, gentle nature that I feel like I personally have always embodied and just naturally moved in. And I want that for other women as well. And then the tapestry part, because life is literally a weaving together of events, connections, and so much more. And I feel like our life is this beautiful tapestry that we're writing every second of every day. And I just want people to understand that their, like to link their life from past to now really gives lots of clues as to them eventually finding their purpose and their their calling and what lights them up if they have not already. Wow, beautiful. That's amazing. And was there kind of like a particular spark for you, like where you decided that this was your sort of like your calling or like your purpose? Like 
did you ever have kind of any introduction through family about this sort of practice or was it something that you picked up along the way in life? Uh, absolutely not, nothing from family per se. Mm-hmm. I think that we are all born with something inside of us and sometimes it is completely different than those around us and I've always felt like that. So most people would say or consider it like, oh, being the black sheep of the family, but I rephrased that and recoined it to being the golden child. Love it. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, so I consider it just this essence that's always been inside of me and I've been trying my best to navigate through this world and listening to this particular calling over my life. Now, I may not have given it the attention it required uh, in the past, but I chose in the past few years to focus 100% on this calling, mm. I would say. So do you tend to work with um, like remote life women, digital nomad women, or like anyone's, or is it just sort of open to anybody specifically? Yeah, it's a broad spectrum of women. It's usually people who have this burning desire to change or shift their lives. And they come from all walks of lives. A lot of them tend to be, say, in their late 30s and through their 40s and 50s who, who naturally kind of gravitate towards me so that they, and they can see what's possible for them through conversations and through mindfulness practice and really taking stock of their life, where they've been. And again, it's finding that light and, and that passion for something or many things within them and trying to create this beautiful plan on how to, through small, small steps, get to living a fully embodied and encompassed life around that. Beautiful. That's amazing. I guess for anybody who's sort of looking for maybe a, a tiny little introduction to what it is you do, or like kind of is maybe sat here thinking, wow, like I really want to try and rediscover who I am or like rediscover my purpose. Do you have like any advice for that them at all? Oh, yes. I believe that the first thing is quieting the noise of the outside world. Mm-hmm. I believe we all have the answers inside of ourselves for everything that we want to know. And although we do go to find people to assist us along that journey, at our core, we, we feel something. Again, it's this feeling that we know. I personally believe that is inside of us. But sometimes the noise of the world is so loud whether it's listening to music every day or all day, or again, just the noise and the chaos of running a day-to-day life. There is a beauty in the silence that can really assist you. So that's one thing that I definitely recommend is people getting silent and taking time to listen to themselves, to be with themselves, and to really start asking those deeper questions as to what it is that I want to feel, how do I want to live, and is my life currently a reflection of that. How do you want to live, Lumen? <laughs> Honestly, I want to continue to live in a space of peace, gentle movement through this world. I want to continue to light people up. I want to get in touch with the land a lot more. And yeah, I just want to live a life that is impactful for many. Amazing. That's so cool. I find quite a bit that, um, I mean, I find it some more with digital nomads in a way. I feel like digital nomads tend to be, and we've talked about this with a few guests on the Remote Life podcast before, but I find that digital nomads 
generally as a collective tend to have more of a want like have more of a purpose or like more of a want to do something like with their lives and that's kind of why they've discovered this lifestyle and why they're so passionate about this community it's finding that purpose and I think it's very beautiful when you find this collective of people who have this purpose and when someone when you're talking to someone who has a purpose they just light up in a whole other way as well so I guess for anybody who's maybe thinking, oh my God, but what's my purpose? Do you have any sort of thoughts on like where they could get started with that? Obviously like quiet in your mind is so huge, I think. And scary. I think people don't realise it. It's scary um, as well to confront your own thoughts sometimes. But I guess for anybody who's looking for their purpose, do you have any thoughts or tips on that? Uh, yes. I say look at your history and go into your past. Look along your personal tapestry and timeline to see moments where, say, you could find yourself lost doing something for hours, forgetting to eat, sleep, or that the world existed. I would also say start to try new things, get out of your comfort zone, or actually try things that you've always kind of had an inkling to try or do and see where that leads. And the one thing that I always talk about is really being courageous. It's choosing courage, not necessarily fearlessness, but courage. And that is something that a lot of people have a struggle with doing, is finding the courage to be themselves, to try new things, to look a mess while doing those things, and putting themselves out there. So you're, you're going to find things that may lead you to your purpose along the way of trying random things. So, yeah, get out there, put yourself out there, and hopefully something will hit. For sure. I feel like it's never always as obvious as it's okay to tweak as well. It's okay to sort of, what's the word, like, you know, change the degree, like 10, 10 degrees, 10 degrees, 10 degrees, till you find movements, until you find what it is that you're trying to do as well. And, yeah, I think it's so much easier to do it when you're doing it remotely a lot of the time or, like, you have this sort of digital nomad freedom because, again, there's just a bit more flexibility I find but I mean feel free to correct me if you think I'm wrong on that one but yeah definitely agree on the whole having courage and being unafraid to be a bit messy I feel like when you're okay with the discomfort like the, the all the stuff that I've ever worked for and have been uncomfortable about has always had something incredible on the other side of it nothing really happens when you're sat comfortable constantly yes that is so true there's this thing where we can get complacent and mm. just continue to go through the day to day, unsatisfied, of course, unfulfilled. And you're completely right about taking those little 10 degree shifts. And when it comes to even the remote life, you know, it is a navigation of what does this remote travel life look like for me? Some people move slow. Some people move fast. Some people may consider I travel twice a year mm-hmm. um, and find themselves in these digital communities because of the vibration and the energy. Taking it back, yeah, to somebody who's looking for their purpose, it is, it may not slap you in the face, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it could show up at any given you know, point. And I would also say just listen. Listen to the whispers that come to you or the ideas or things that seem a little bit off-center and give it a try and just go with your heart. That's one thing that I have always done is, Kind of, uh, if I get an idea, I will run with it. And I've done that my whole life. I'm creating the, um, jumping into the tech industry, like, hello, mm-hmm. how am I going to create this platform? You know, 
this marketplace platform, I have no idea, but I was diving into going to tech events to meet co-founders and applying to incubators on idea alone and getting in. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I am trying and we're going to see what happens. And so I've kind of always been that way of just trying and um, trying to listen, completely listen to these whispers of ideas that come to me. You're so good at that as well. I just want to touch on one quick thing before we go to that point. I think also the a big part of it is also reframing what it means to fail, but also what purpose is. Because I think a lot of people think purpose, oh my God, but I just I just want to be able to travel and like, or you know, just base myself in beautiful locations and work. That's also a purpose, I think. And I just want to bring that up as a space because I know that when I talk about purpose, people are like, oh my gosh, she's on she's on a mission, she's doing stuff. I'm like, yeah, but that's me. I'm, I'm exactly the same. Once I have an idea, like you won't see me again until I'm done. But I know for some people, their purpose can be, I want to live a life where I can raise a family and like keep just enjoy my life as it is and travel and like do what I want to do and like, see what I want to see in the world. And that also is a purpose. But I guess I just want to create space for that for one second. I was saying, yes, that's exactly right as well. It doesn't have to be something of grandeur. It could be the smallest thing. And, and you just have to take stock in understanding that mm. your personal story of success and living my purpose is definitely not going to be held to global standards or the world standards. Mm. It is literally personal. So it's that like kind of guiding thing right that is sort of driving your life and so that you are you feel like you're 100% living and not just sort of existing according to whatever it is like you know your past or whatever it is before I guess but also I think reframing failure is also such a huge deal I have really tried to get to grips with what it means to fail and I think like you know you were talking about your tech events and whatnot you kind of got to be willing to sort of look a bit silly and look a bit messy and kind of look like you don't know too much but you're willing and I think reframing failure from like something bad to it's not a failure it's just another lesson is huge sort of like you mentioned. So I just want to drop that in there too. Oh, yes, of course. I 100% believe that. I believe everything that I've created, and especially as a creative, we sometimes navigate this world not looking for financial compensation for creativity. And uh, so we may start and, and stop things. And some people may think it is a failure to be stopping. Mm. But uh, it is not really. It's learned experience. I feel like in this new season I'm taking 37 years of experience trial and errors and ideas and growth and lessons and ahas and all of those things into the now so I would definitely not say oh I failed at x y and z and all these things that I've created absolutely not so I totally understand what you're saying when you say that Mm. Now, I just want to go back to your whispers and your callings because we had this amazing conversation, Lumen and I, when we first met about how Lumen is able to create a Hallmark movie of her life. Can we just go into that and like talk about that a little bit? Like you're making a book about like sort of, can we talk about this? You're making a book about um, your relationships and things like that and like the guys you've dated, but that every single situation that you've mentioned, and we don't have to talk about this on here, but it's just absolutely incredible how you've managed to make a Hallmark movie like every time can you like talk about through your process a bit about that uh, yes honestly I can't control 
the fact that a I I love and I'm obsessed with Hallmark movies <laughs> and outside of <laughs> loving the romantic genre altogether, but life decides to throw me these stories, throw these storylines, should I say, yeah. my way when it comes to love and connections, and we can laugh about it and have fun with it. Yeah, so that's kind of what we have done. And in my book, yes, love letters. Uh, the collection, I, I go over some of the stories and the and the people that have you know left an impression on my life. <laughs> Oh, just amazing. I love that there's these like so many different like parts of your life and like, how you share is just so incredible. I think it's just really inspiring. And yeah, it, it was just amazing how we were in Central Australia. I'm like, right, we just came up with this amazing Hallmark movie like for you and your life. And like it just kept kind of coming in and adding to. And yeah, just if you're kind of considering looking at sort of create, trying to paint, repaint your picture, I guess, of your life. Seriously, go listen, watch, follow anything of Lumens, buy anything of Lumens, because I swear that energy rubs off. It's incredible. Yeah, it's funny. I told somebody the other day, I was like, don't be surprised if good things start to happen to you because you're naturally just in my vortex now. And I was dying laughing as I was saying this, (laughs) but I was being true and honest. And I was like, not to, you know, sound cocky or anything, but it just is what happens. People who come into this space and this energy of just light and love and just manifesting power, it just naturally rubs off on them. So it's a beautiful thing. So, yeah. So sometimes, yeah, those beautiful, unique storylines decide to write themselves after a thought and they just show up and it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It is really cool. Yeah. I, again, I was while you, while you were just um, saying the answer, I was just having flashbacks to like us being in the car and going like through the woods in the dark and like in the snow. And yeah, you really could not write like better stuff than that. And just how we all kind of got involved in like creating this. Was it to Central Istria and back or something like that? On oh, no, Central oh, Istria with love. love. That's what it was. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, let's get back to the podcast. I just want to ask, is there like one particular lesson that you've taken away from being an entrepreneur or like one thing that people need to know about running or starting a business? Mm, yes, I think that people should know that that it is easier to get started than they think and to underwhelm themselves. So instead of thinking that there's a thousand things to do before they even hit launch or write something or start to sell a service to under underwhelm themselves and to say what are the few tasks that really really would move the dial forward when I'm creating this thing. So a lot of people may sometimes jump into I need to register an LLC. I need to have a business address. I need to do these these particular things. And sometimes it's really just about creativity and, and ingenuity when it comes to getting started. All those other pieces of the puzzle can come in into play a little bit later so yeah underwhelm yourself with the activities and the to-do list when you're getting started trust yourself don't look for too much outside what do you think of this what do you think of this because the gift and the idea was given to you to try and don't be swayed by other people's uh influence when it comes to getting going or at least trying from that initial idea that comes to you to want to do Mm, beautiful beautiful I guess to add on to that also, as somebody who has, of course, started several businesses now, 
Is there any way that you, or do you have any like kind of support systems or anything that you do to keep yourself motivated in the early days, but also when you're kind of having a slump day where you're like, oh my gosh, do I really have to get up and do this thing? Especially as a solopreneur, like I know that it's so much easier sometimes when you've got a co-founder who keeps you accountable. But what do you do as somebody who's running their business essentially by themselves? Yeah, so true. So one of my businesses, I did have a co-founder, so that was great mm. to have that accountability of showing up every single day to both push our business forward. When it comes to the things that I've created by myself and how I'm working now is absolutely having accountability partners, which you mentioned. Mm. So I have a two week, every two weeks um, I speak to just a friend. It's not necessarily someone who's also in business or the similar industry is just a friend and so we rehash the past two weeks the ups and the downs the highs and the lows and then did we hit our targets and our personal goals did we hit our business goals and what it is that we want to accomplish before the next two week phone call so that's one thing that I do absolutely journaling is a big part of my life as a lifelong writer so I journal and what I always say to people is journaling can be videos, audio messages, or writing to yourself, whatever feels comfortable. Because a lot of people say, oh, I don't like to write. Well, make videos. It's the same thing. And I use a journal app where all these things are in there. And what else do I do is I actually hold as strongly as I can the vision that I have for the future and my why. So there's a lot of things that I want to create much, much down the line. But it's going to take every single day me showing up now properly, wholly and fully in order for me to reach those things down that line. So when I talk about visualization and manifestation and and running those visions in my mind, those things are what pulls me out of bed. The impact, visualizing the transformation that individuals are having on a daily basis by me showing up and serving and leading So, you know, once you get a hit of somebody's life being transformed from what you do, what you say in the smallest way or to the hugest way possible, you really will not be able to duplicate that feeling and you're going to want to feel that every single day. And so those things keep me motivated as a solopreneur. Love it. Love it. Love it. And Yeah, because I know from my perspective, people are sometimes like, wait, how do you do this? And like, there are several different ways um, and there's no one way to do it at any point. So I feel like, yeah, there were certain systems that I put in place maybe you know two years ago that are different to what they are today. So yeah, it, I feel like it's okay to try a few as well. Like give a couple ways a go also. Like, I will always champion, for example, like The Artist's Way, I found incredibly impactful as a book. And I've talked about this several times on different episodes as well. But I always talk about journaling. Yeah, accountability partners is huge, whether that's one-on-one or like in a group. Like there's so many different ways you can do these things now. Nomad Base is doing a mastermind now, I think, as well. So like just to bring up your faves. But yeah, there's so many different ways that I think you can get involved and go about creating a business now. It's really quite incredible, I think. Oh, yes. And always, yes, definitely keep content eating towards you like if you're going to be on social or scrolling or navigating the internet keep content that inspires you not necessarily for you to mimic but just things that inspire you so what you'll find in my instagram feed aside from all of my beautiful new uh nomad family and friends are like 
spaces in nature, homes built literally in nature. Uh, that's pretty much the only other thing you'll find in my feed. And that's because I have this beautiful vision of owning land for sacred use in the future. So mm-hmm. that is one of the biggest motivators for me. So, yeah, keeping that content pure and to what, you know, what drives you and what, what fuels you. So. We've 100% got this plan, right, um, Lumen, that you're going to come uh, find some land in Glastonbury in the UK, <laughs> in West, uh, West yeah. England. Yeah. Just a couple more questions then. How do you choose your destinations? Obviously, you've got a, a very specific kind of lifestyle that you like to live. So how do you pick your destinations? Uh, initially, last year, it was literally pointing at a map or listening to a podcaster mentioned the name of Albania one time, and I said, hmm, maybe. And once I met the nomad-based community and family, I started to navigate the spaces where they would be. And through the friendships that I cultivated there, we decided mutually on trying new locations and destinations. Now, going into this new year, I know that I want to be less moving, more, more stationary, should I say for longer terms and longer periods. And there are a few things that I particularly want in my new spaces. So I would say for anybody, uh, figure out what it is that you want from the space that you're in. For me, it's sunshine, nature, trees, a body of water, and a beautiful spiritual community to tap into and to connect to. Like I really don't want to be in any, any location for a long time without having that community now that I've experienced it personally mm, for sure where can we expect you're in Tirana right now where's next for you I am headed to Playa del Carmen okay. and I am popping in on a little bit of a stop in Milan on the way oh and just again for community or because I mean I love Milan so uh, no not for community just the just, just the because, moment just because <laughs> love it just because well do enjoy Milan for me it's a beautiful city I guess last question for me what are there what's the like maybe the top like two to three things that you think people should maybe know about the digital nomad lifestyle I think people should know that the term digital nomad and this lifestyle is that it is a blanket term so there are many different flavors of digital nomads slow mads people who go faster I'm not sure what you would call them people who navigate this community of travel on the luxury side. And then there's people who are budget travelers. So there's this beautiful blanket term, the digital nomad, that people should be aware that you get to choose and write your own personal story as to what it looks like for you. That is one thing that I would say. I would also say, again, with the courage, it takes courage to step out of your comfort and try to navigate these spaces these new cities, these new languages and connections. And I find it very exhilarating and important for our personal growth. And I would also say to have fun and don't attempt to get it right on the first time in the first city. Just be open, open to the flow. And if you need to change something, change it. There's always the ability to change and shift. Amazing. That's really good advice. Fill in the blank, Lumen. Home is where? 
home is where the trees are. I believe I answered that in uh, Central Istria because I am obsessed with trees and nature and forests. And so, yeah, home is where the trees are. So I'm trying to find a beautiful place where I can sit down and continue to create amongst the trees. That's going to be one of my favourite answers for sure. Lumen, uh, it has been a pleasure to speak to you on the Remote Life podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Remote Life. And thank you, Lumen, for taking the time to speak with us. You can find links to Lumen's website and socials below. Thank you so much again for listening. And we can't wait to remote work with you again soon.